Hey there, listener. I just wanted to pop in here before you entered into the Poe here. Uh, this episode is going to be definitely different from all the others. Some weird shit kind of went down, and I could probably keep my nose out of it, but I've never been known to make wise decisions. So, anyway, uh, if you know, you know. If you don't, eh, just sit back and hopefully you can kind of enjoy this weird fucking tale. All right. Again, thank you for popping by. This technically isn't the show. Two armies that fight each other is like one large army that commits suicide. Henry Barbusi, 1916. Now entering the Phantasmagoric Oddities Emporium, Uncharted Realms. Please stand by for quantum phase inversion. Oh, hey there, listener. How you doing? This is going to be a weird one. Right, Frank? That's right, Bob. Some weird shit went down. So we gathered up here to watch the Uncharted Realm become a war zone. Hey, guys. How's it going? Blow me, Donnie. Oh, hey there, Ray. Hey. Hey, guys, I brought an axe. Wait a minute. What? What? I... Uh, no, uh, oh, are you seriously kidding me? Perhaps not the greatest idea. Yeah, that's gonna be a no for me, Doc. No, 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 no. Okay, sweetheart. Nice axe, but how's about no? What in the Tiny Toons Adventure Tiny Todd Lizzie Borden is going on here? Somebody, please get an axe out of that child's heads before we got a bloodbath. Lindsay Borden's grandpa said, well, sure, you can borrow it. Just give it back when you're done. Sweetie, let's put that away, and you come sit here next to Auntie Nikki. Yeah, come sit over here, sweetie. Come sit next to Aunt Nikki. I'll tell you all about 75 Hard Live Hard program. Deja, Nikki, good to see you, ladies. Well, we have a few folks up here. Yeah, a real shit show down there. Why couldn't they just hug it out? Why can't they just spoon? Speaking of which, anybody want a spoon? I'm gonna tell you, Ron. The spoons, they're pretty awesome. And to answer your question, Renee, some egos are just too big. Some people like to preach about mental health and working things out together, but sometimes they just end up dropping the ball in the court. That's why we're here today. Damn it. Boss just fucking called in again. Shit, I gotta go, guys. Let me know how things turned out. Love you, Quartermaster. Hopefully this will work out better than the Ice Walls expedition. Or, um, kind of like that post-apocalyptic thing. Pretty sure we all died. Yeah, I think you're right, PJ. I'll be honest. That ending did trigger a bit of an allergy. Especially finding out that Paul dropped a grenade in his lap. Huh, <laughs> Minnie McIntyre. Now I see why they call you Minnie. You're like fun size. Eh, this won't be like the ice wall scenario. That Nudnik expedition leader, Blackburn, he's down there on the battlefield. Hey, Z. Hey, guys. Did I miss anything? No. The armies are still gathering. Oh, Lucy. I didn't see you and Zach there. How you guys doing? We're all right. Thought they might have served some food up here. At least some gas station burritos. Yeah, we don't have a budget for catering services. In fact, we don't have a budget at all. Oh, hey, David. Sweet kilt, man. Oh, this thing, uh, thanks. 
ordered it from the UK. It's uh, 100% chinchilla scrotum. Hey, guys, what's going on? Oh, hey, Paul. We're uh, just getting ready to watch Scatcast versus Oak. Dude, Chris, what the fuck happened? <laughs> Long story. Yeah, welcome to the shit show, buddy. Hey, Louie, how you doing? Good to hear. Settle down, guys. It's about to start. Shit's about to get wibbity-bibbity up in here. All right, you're the Lizard King, and you're the Script Keeper. We're gathered here today for the Reverend Dr. Horsecock Micropene. Yeah, seriously, guys, keep me out of this. I have enough shit to deal with. Besides, I have lasagna in the other... Oh, shit, I did it again, man. Sorry, Joe, but the buzz come on. This is happening. This isn't necessarily about you anymore. It's about keeping shit in-house. Yeah, sure, you fucked up, but who hasn't to one degree or another? But getting blasted in public was actually pretty unprofessional. Especially from the platform that so many people find as a safe place to share their personal demons and find support. Understandable, some of them might have thought they were covering their ass from future blowback just because something did happen. Scriptkeeper. Now, you had a good point. This shit happens in Hollywood, showbiz, and it might get blasted out by those jackal media types. But even Fox wouldn't blast Carlson, a fucking bow tie wearing Nazi. Well, all right, you know, he, he did stop wearing the bow tie after John Stewart ripped on him for it. Scriptkeeper, you feel offended that it was said that you quit. And now, you did have to deal with a lot of people asking questions of, you know, why you bailed. And that's understandable. I can't say I know the whole story, but to be honest, he may have thought he was doing you a favor by not saying that you were fired and that you were moving on to do other things. Honestly, that didn't come across as malicious. But I get it. You have a big heart. That comes across in JAR, the man therapy show that works for both men and women and anyone in between. You spilled your heart out for your friend, and that's admirable. But again, maybe like the announcement for the summer of 22, might not have been the wisest of moves. The reason that the fight is going to go on down here, in the uncharted realms of the Poe, is that this is neutral ground. Lizard King, that response was less than stellar, I gotta tell you. Rather than trying to be a big boy and not mock a guy who spilled his heart out, knowing full well that that heart was probably going to get stomped on, you came out swinging hard. We're a fucking family around here. We don't always have to get along. But think of the fans. What kind of image does that paint? One thing I learned from my folks when they got their divorce is they made sure not to fight in front of us kids. Honestly, scriptkeeper, you probably shouldn't have called the guy a psycho, but it's a little late for that now. Here we are. Space lizards and battle scans. Culties and turtles. We are not allowed in this fight. This fight is between the cast of the scan and the cast of the side. I want this to be a good, clean fight, but I know I'm sure you can get it. Let's get it on! Each of the armies are taking their starting positions on the field. That's right, Bob. We're already seeing a bit of a disarray over there at the scat camp. Where the fuck are we? This barrage of internet humiliation has got to stop its Kirk and this fucking guy's hammock. Where's my husband? Fetal position under his desk, sucking his thumb. Yeah, we're pretty sure it's his thumb. Why couldn't they just finish it up over a piping hot cup of apple cider? Showbiz. That's how they do it in Hollywood. They're having a hard time getting the script keeper out from underneath the desk. Oh, there he is. Honey, it's okay. I don't want to. You're going to be fine. The internet's mad at me. Don't. Just don't uh, pick up your phone. I'm trying to help my friend. Oh, good lord. What's this big deal? We'll finish this with wrestling. 
Leading the first wave for the Lizard King, coming in at six foot nine, Ed the Neck Kemper. Not only is he a huge son of a bitch, but he has 10 confirmed kills under his belt. The lines are starting to take shape. You smell that, Bob? Fear. That is correct, Bob. Fear mixed with scat. Oh, fuck me with moon boots on. My dearest Velveeta, in my darkest hour, it is your boobaloons that give me hope. Yeah, don't say stupid shit like that to me. The fuck is this shit? We're all gonna be hunted down and killed. You guys shut the hell up, we're about to be thrown into a gladiator ring and die. We're gonna die, is this? Yeah, this sucks. Is there are some nasty assholes out here, Liam. Shouldn't we be wearing protective gear or something? Nah, that shit makes me chafe. Shit, there's always something that wants to kill us, dude. Why is everybody so gun-shy? Captain, can I keep us on point? We must have a plan. Archers ready. Oh my heck. Archers A. Holy shit. Oh, god damn it. Son of a bitch. I did not mean to do that. I didn't mean to do that. Loose that arrow. I'm sorry about that. That's my bad. Ah, that's gonna cost him. Liam's form down there really sucks. That arrow stuck right into the crotch of Ed Kemper's pants. That's right, Frank. Luckily, the neck, for as big as he is, not all of his parts are proportional. You really got my zapples going. I'm gonna put your head on a stick. Sorry to my mother. No, uh, oh shit. He went back under the uh, desk. Just a bunch of people that think you're a dumb fucking cunt, dude. Calm down. You're not helping. Well, now he's back into his desk. Oh, yeah, false start. 15 yard penalty. Still first down. The lines have reformed. Now the leading line will be Kenneth Copeland, backed by Navy SEAL James Brown, an alien insider, Ultra Star 333. I rebuke you, Zach. This is a man's world. Jam! These motherfuckers are strong, alright? They'll break your. They'll break both your damn legs. Those guys have skeletons on their clothes and beards, Dave. Humans should be trying to, like, rebuild. Yeah, quit trying to hug it out, goddammit. They're coming after us, Dave. They're cunts. Yeah, shut up. Yes, you get out my way. Alright, I gotta see the look. Move, move. Wow, Abe Blackburn sure can handle a carbine. You said it, Bob. Headshots all the way around. Just like that. Three of the top fighters on the Lizard Army are down just like that. That guy has some giant stone balls. Make that four. Childress is now out of the fight. That's true. Looks like the Lizard King has a tank of sorts. Yeah, that's the Bobby Yaga house. The chicken legs are a dead giveaway. That can only mean one thing. Chicken, chicken Joe. Bok bok, playboy. Bok bok. When you're throwing down, best not clown. See if it goes way straight, gonna drown, dig. Wow, that blast just took out half the scat cast. Was that even legal? Couldn't tell you, Bob. None of this shit makes any sense. Oofta, oofta. You'll start your speaking holes, it was. Well, Bell Gunners just took out Tim with a well-placed shot. Yay! Fuck Tim. You know what? I kind of like Tim. <laughs> just kidding. Fuck Tim. Gee, there sure is no love for Tim there. You said it, Bob. Hey, Frank, who's that guy randomly firing all over the place? That's Randy Kramer, the Marsh Marine. Random as it may be, he just took out Liam the Monster Hunter, Whirling Biggerstaff, Dick the Horse, and Arby's. My name is Arby's, you cock. Oh! Steve just rushed the field and kicked Woody square in the nuts. Isn't that Mama Picton? It sure is, Bob. Probably the most annoying character, if not tied with Woody. Bobby Willie! Bobby Willie! Get ready to take these fuckers to the pig pen! What's happening now? The remaining lizards are forming a line. Oh boy, I've seen this before. It's Eliza King's signature move, the full frontal assault. Here come the spoons, motherfucker. Oh, fuck me, Frank. He has that down. Those spoons are flying like bullets from a minigun. You said it, Bob. Those things just mowed down David Angus's team, as well as Halifax's crew. This could be it for the script keeper. 
Look, it's the Slayer Pigeon, General Burfield. Can't see how he's holding that sword, but he's deflecting every one of those spoons back at the remaining lizard arm. No! Ah, looks like that foul spoon found its mark. Only the script keeper and the lizard king are left on the field. And there they go, Frank, speeding towards each other, just like comets. A purple contrail behind the script keeper. Yeah, and a yellow contrail behind the lizard king. The distance is closing fast. Six football fields, five football fields, four, three, two, one. They just slammed their heads into each other, knocking their dumb asses out. Well, I guess that's a wrap. Like they say, there are no winners in war. You said it, Frank. All right, I'm going down there. You guys done? Look around you. Everyone's looking. You took up this mantle. You made something more than yourself. Your beef? Sort that out on your own. Here in the world, what you say will be immortal. Look at the divisions around you now. These people come here in unity. All these people have flaws, but we come in unity over those flaws. Deal with your shit. Because what you have here, now, it's immortal. You have an opportunity, each of you, to be something more. But look at these divisions. I believe that both of you actually give a shit about humanity. Your voices are immortalized on this platform. What are you going to do with that? People are looking. Right now, we're at a crossroads. What is the legacy that you want to leave? Your response could have been much better, Lizard King. You could have pointed out that you wished the script keeper well in Secret Suck 204, and you accepted that you both had creative differences, and you also accepted that you can be demanding, and that the script keeper did have a lot of irons in the fire, and maybe even accepted that the summer announcement might not have been the best way to address the issue, but you were doing what you thought was right for the company. It's understandable. There would have been no shame in that, but such a visceral response certainly was not a good look. Script keeper, calling him out like that might not have been the best way to deal with what was eating you. Honestly, it really wasn't that much different than the summer announcement. Now, I won't speak for everyone because I can't. We all have our own personal perspectives. But me, personally, I think you could have talked it over with your friend. Then both of you could have reached out and discussed this thing in private. I get that you felt there was an injustice. And maybe you're right. But I personally can't condone this. But honestly, what do I know? I'm a goddamn idealist fool whose life is such a fucking shit show. I'm basically given an insight that's worth about as much as the airwaves that this thing travels through. These folks care about both of you. Like a divorce, don't fight in front of the kids. You can agree to disagree. But this division, it needs to stop. Now. Again, you both, I believe, do care about humanity. Sure, you both come across as misanthropic at times. But I really don't believe you would be doing this if you didn't actually give a shit. The words we say will echo in eternity. Let's move forward. We are all Team Meat Sack. We're nothing more than a collection of hydrocarbons, but we have the opportunity to contemplate our place in the universe. Personally, I love both of you, and I don't have to agree with either. But for the sake of the fans, for the sake of the family, end this fight, and talk to each other like two grown-ass men. Now, both of you, get over here. Hug for the sake of the family. All right? Come on. Strong men hug. That's good. That's good. Yeah. See? Good. Good strong hug. Full chest there, yeah. Nice, nice. Pull that in, pull that in. Go on. Tip to tip. Tip to tip. That's that's nice. Good. 
maybe a little kiss. Okay, no porno tongue, but maybe maybe a little tongue. All right, all right. Now you two idiots, figure this out, or don't. But think about the people who love you both. Both of you are doing great things in the eyes of these people. Please don't fuck it up any more than it already is. All right. Now let's go have some of Joe's lasagna. And oh, that's right. He put it back in the fridge. Fuck it. Let's go get some pizza and beer. Talk shit about Joe Rogan. Fuck that guy. And listener, look, I'm sorry if this is very confusing to you. If you know, you know. But at least take this away. What you shout into the world doesn't only affect you and maybe who you're mad at, but it hits folks that have no personal stake. Think before you speak. But I fuck that up all the time. But I'm trying. Love you guys. Be good to each other. Now, let's get out of here. It'll be fine. Trust me. I always think I've had this thought so many times in my life that my temper is gone. And I just, I went off so hard on somebody. And not that there wasn't a reason to go off on them, but there probably is never a reason, unless they tried to kill me or something, to go off as hard as I went. And it's happened all throughout my uh, uh, life. And then afterwards, I'm just like, where did that come from? <laughs> I could have handled that so much better. It's always helped me. The stoicism, a lot of the those points of view are helpful, where you're like, here's this terrible thing in my life, but it, you can think about it as a thing that is a catalyst for good kind of thing. So, I don't know. I've always thought that that's... Being able to flip the perspective on things has always been the helpful little trick. From this distant vantage point, the Earth might not seem of any particular interest. But for us, it's different. Consider again that dot. That's here. That's home. That's us. On it, everyone you love, everyone you know, everyone you ever heard of, Every human being who ever was lived out their lives. The aggregate of our joy and suffering. Thousands of confident religions, ideologies, and economic doctrines. Every hunter and forager. Every hero and coward. Every creator and destroyer of civilization. Every king and peasant. Every young couple in love. Every mother and father. Hopeful child inventor and explorer every teacher of morals every corrupt politician every superstar every supreme leader every saint and sinner in the history of our species lived there on the mote of dust suspended in a sunbeam the earth is a very small stage in a vast cosmic arena think of the rivers of blood spilled by all those generals and emperors so that in glory and triumph they could become the momentary masters of a fraction of a dot. Think of the endless cruelties visited by the inhabitants of one corner of this pixel on the scarcely distinguishable inhabitants of some other corner. How frequent their misunderstandings how eager they are to kill one another. How fervent their hatreds. Our posturings, our imagined self-importance, the delusion that we have some privileged position in the universe are challenged by this point of pale light. Our planet is a lonely speck in the great enveloping cosmic dark. In our 
obscurity. In all this vastness, there is no hint that help will come from elsewhere to save us from ourselves. The Earth is the only world known so far to harbor life. There is nowhere else, at least in the near future, to which our species could migrate. Visit? Yes. Settle? Not yet. Like it or not, for the moment, the Earth is where we make our stand. It has been said that astronomy is a humbling and character-building experience. There is perhaps no better demonstration of the folly of human conceits than this distant image of our tiny world. To me, it underscores our responsibility to deal more kindly with one another and to preserve and cherish the pale blue dot, the only home we've ever known. Hail Hail Nimrod. Nimrod. Goodbye. Bing. Now exiting the Phantasmagoric Oddities Emporium. Have a nice day. I'd like to give a special thank you to the Pose Crows and then some. Nikki Apodaca, PJ Saniga, Deja and Araya Arnold, Chris Eason, <laughs> just plain dude, Chris Essen, Lucy Lightbringer, Zach Mann, Ryan Strong, Josh Miles, Renee Bentley, David Carpenter, Minnie McIntyre, Bodie 210, Sunyata, Taylor Sullivan, and the Shipbox Wizard, Don Fisher. Thank you guys. Crazy person.